Mr. J. Holly. God, I love that. Where are my socks? What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Batman the Fanimated Stream. We're here to talk about some Batman, and conveniently, we're talking about an episode almost, whoa, turn that down. Um, we're talking about an episode that uh, we're leading into, what, this week? I forgot exactly what day it is, but it's Harley Thursday, Quincy. because that's always Thursday. HBO Max drop day. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Uh, season three of Harley Quinn, which, of course, if you've been keeping up with it, uh, Harley and Ivy are, they're an item now. They are together. And I would say that this episode right here set the stage for it. Scott this McClellan, is, where, this is literally where it all began. Yes, this is really where it all began. But uh, yes, we are going to be uh, talking about Harley and Ivy. I'm, of course, Dave the Film Junkie. And with me, as always, Scott McClellan. How's it going, sir? It's going just fine. Jeez, I, talk about a weekend. I know, right? What what a weekend <laughs> for various reasons. But um, Seriously. I, I'm glad to kind of wrap up the the weekend with you talking about this episode. Seriously. Because watching this episode, I mean, this was one of those that, you know, I, whenever it aired, it was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm watching this. Like, it, yeah, it's always been one of those episodes. But it was crazy watching it last night, realizing, oh, crap, these two characters literally meet in this episode. Like, they have yeah. never met. Oh, yeah. And they've only appeared in the same episode once before, but they didn't meet in the episode. They just happened to both be in the episode. There it is. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, it's a good way to end the weekend with all the craziness that we, uh, you know, I mean, I woke up, my voice was like, it's still kind of a little deeper than usual. I woke up, it was scratchy and well, I was like, all right. I'm just going to, you know, relax a little bit, set some things up, do my box office video, go see Nope, which I put my first reaction review, enjoyed that movie. And then, yeah, good way to uh, wrap up the weekend. After this, I'm going to fire up an episode of Westworld and probably fall asleep on my couch. But uh, I appreciate this, Nikki. Yes, uh, the $20 Super Chat, you're awesome. And uh, yeah, you know, it was, you know, it was a lot of talk and a lot of fun, though, just uh, going over all the stuff over the weekend. And uh, man, I tell you what, that that first stream really was like, blew up there was like a lot that the, the chat was going like crazy i mean of course we were anticipating stuff but man talk about uh craziness but we'll talk more about that that uh tomorrow on film junkie live but we'll say hi to you guys what's going on ryan mario let's go hey uh did, didn't your mommy <laughs> exactly oh right. we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about that moment oh yeah there's some uh there yeah she uh, ivy is uh she's a little upset uh, with things when it comes to this and she has some good lines in this in this episode this episode launched a thousand <laughs> uh a thousand shippers or are you talking shippers no, ship, no. do you not know okay. that term dave no okay i thought he was meeting strippers <laughs> no no oh god really i have to explain i know this. okay you have to okay dave so oh back. Shipper. Okay. Okay. I get what you're yes, talking about. Yes. As a yes, relationship. Right, like a relationship. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. All right. All right. There we go. Jeez. When you uh, ship someone to get, yes. I was like, come on, Dave. You're, you're in the I know. Deep I'm not that out of touch. Took me a little bit. I was like, shippers. I don't know. My mind went uh, somewhere else as it does. What's going on, Mr. Venom? Finally, uh, what's deadlier than uh, Mr. Toad's kiss? Uh, the Mr. Toad's, hey, Batman Returns reference. What's going on? Tony Mimi, movie, Chappy D9, Leo going on? I can't even say it right now. Uh, I will say that, uh, yo, he finally saw Elvis. Nice. Oh, good, man. Good, yes. man. Really great movie. Yes, really great movie. What's going on, Jason? We got Selena here. Uh, who else? We got Adam. What's going on, Tyler? Yes. Yeah, I know, but hey, it's whatever. It's whatever. 
We still got DC fandom that's coming. Skyler, what's going on? Look, uh, look oh, back. I agree yeah. with this. I do agree yeah. with it. Yes. We all, yes, we all love the debut. And I think, uh, yeah, that's why I thought the perfect clip for tonight would be when they actually meet in the episode. Because I actually really, I like their exchange right at the beginning. They have a good little exchange. So pretty fly for a Filipino guy. Thank you guys for joining. All right. So let's talk about some Harley Quinn, some Harley and Ivy. Let me pull up my notes. Make sure that's up. That's well, of course, we have to start with the fact that it's a Paul Dini written episode. Yeah. Sure that Paul Dini written. Yes. Surprise to no one. No one. That Paul <laughs> Dini would write this episode. Uh, I will mention directed by Boyd Kirkland. Because this is also one of the episodes that when you get the DVDs or the Blu-rays, uh, this episode had commentary. And on the commentary, you had your usual suspects. You had Bruce Tim, You had Eric Radomski. Uh, you had Paul Dini. But you also had Boyd Kirkland. So it was really fun to get some interesting little tidbits to share for our discussion tonight. No, no. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and of course, when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, Paul Dini. Of course, it's a Paul Dini episode. Why wouldn't it be? And it starts off in true Harley and Joker fashion where we get a little chase, a little Batmobile chase in the Joker car. And I love how Joker is just like he's this is what he lives for. The hair, yes. the wind in his hair, and Batman at his heels. He's just in the backseat. Harley is like sweating, sweating bullets. Sweating bullets. I mean, and like trying to like, you're like, she's trying to, she, we're, they're getting chased by Batman in the Batmobile. She is trying to maneuver and do the best she can. And Joker is just in the backseat, no seatbelt, and just enjoying himself. <laughs> it's like, dude, I mean, do you know? I mean, but that's just the Joker. I mean, that's right. what, that's what, that's what we love about the character. Something how, that I thought was that. interesting though, in this scene and correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, we got a hint of it in the laughing fish because of how much he made fun of her about not liking fish. But I really feel like through all the Joker and Harley appearances we've gotten so far, this is the beginning of us seeing Joker as a truly abusive partner. I think so. I think so. I think they really laid it real uh, pretty thick on here because, you know, when <laughs> because he gets so upset with her when he goes, hand me the gun, because it's like, all right, I got I'm going to like shoot at Batman and she, it's the flag gun that just says bang. And that's just pretty much what sets all this up. It was almost like, all right. I mean, if, uh, if this wasn't a kid's show, God knows <laughs> there, there might've been a, uh, you know, a backhand or two. Well, or he still like throws the gun at her and it goes to yes. the windshield. I yes. mean, it's, that was the thing that got me. And that was funny. The creators talked about it. It was like, wow, we got to, I mean, even with what's presented like, wow, we got away with a lot. You know, once again, it's, it's like it's like the motto of the show. Yeah, man, we get away with a lot. <laughs> exactly. Standards and practices. I remember <gasps> it finally stuck. It finally 56, stuck. 56, That's right. I, yeah, I know it took like 56 episodes for me to actually just say it without going. Um, 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 um. Yeah, I know. I just had a I think I repeated it after the last time. I was like, I repeated it like 10 times to try to get it to stick in my head. Finally. But uh, yeah, even like it's funny because this whole I mean, when it came to that and then it goes turn right here and she's like, wait, no, that's not a good idea. And he has and he goes, do it. And then it turns out to be a dirt road kind of hill that goes down. And of course, he flops around in there and then he gets upset with her for what? It's like, why that you was tell, me, what, tell yeah. me someone put a hill there. And she was like, <laughs> I 
tried. There's a lot of things when it comes to this. I mean, yeah, it's just it's Joker that's really always at fault here. There's like something else that he says later that kind of gets gives her the boot. But it's like you're the one that fucking said it, dude. I mean, like, you know, you're kind of setting yourself up here for being upset with Harley. And then, of course, he realizes how much he needs her in his life. That's for sure. Well, because look at this. Like, when once the Batmobile fires off that grappling hook, it's Harley who gets them away. Because I still love the fact that, like, the entire back Trunk. end of the car, like, just <laughs> yeah, comes just, off. Just detaches. Yeah. I know. I'm like, well, that's a pretty good. I mean, and I love how the button is a clown. It's like you touch the nose and it's like, wow. So apparently Batman has probably tried to do this before. Maybe that's why they're like, hey, we got to have like a false. I mean, you got to it makes you wonder, like anytime when you see these because when they go to their hideouts or layers and, and we see it, um, we see Joker's layer in this, which is just an abandoned like uh, comedy um, club, comedy club. And, uh, you know, so what are they spending the money on that they're stealing? I mean, it's stuff like this it's making this joker mobile have where you push a button and the entire backside just gets because because of batman yeah. essentially you know <laughs> so that's where all the money at their ceilings going um which is great and then of course you know he's all upset when they're back at the lair and then calls him the dork knight which you know it's funny the way it's he, funny. Yeah. i was like i was like oh yeah okay. i've actually yeah. heard that before and i'm like yeah, yeah that's, that works yeah it works it really does it really does and uh, you know he's upset with Harley for handing uh, him the, uh, the the gun with the the bang flag on it, and then uh, yeah, it's just like funny because again, like what I said, he he's so upset because and he's just really just giving it to her, it's saying like maybe you should just lead the whole crew, the gang, or whatever, and maybe you'll be a better leader. And she kind of agrees, and that was a big no no. That, oh yeah, once again, but she, I mean she's not wrong. I mean, she no. would, she would run this better. I mean, we still haven't been told in the show yet. We've always got to remember in the show, as far as continuity is concerned, we still don't know Harley's backstory. No, we still, we, still don't. we don't find out until season two, when we get like a one line offhanded mention that she was, you know, a psychiatrist. Like yeah. to this point, she's still just Joker's mall at yeah. this point in the series. Yeah, we don't know any of that. And but yeah, we all kind of I mean, she it's just funny because she's like, you know, yeah, maybe no, you know, it's like one of those things. And of course, that's just gonna set Joker off. And then uh she literally gets the boot. And uh, but then she's like, you know what? And it's kind of funny because isn't this kind of how Harley Quinn season one started? Like, not in the same way, but it was like a disagreement blah 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 and he gave her the boot and then yes. her just kind of going off i'm gonna do my thing and i'm gonna show of course they they go full force and just go like how she's gonna make a name for herself with well the and if you think about it it's also kind of what happens with birds of prey the movie yeah true yeah that's right it's all yeah i didn't even think about that you're right you're right absolutely correct where it's like yeah they have a uh, something happens and then of course you know she gets the boot and then she's just like you know what I'm going to go off and do my own thing. But of course she always, there's always like the little, every time she's reminded, it's just funny how, you know, even throughout, like when you look at suicide squad, also when she, when they're going down the stairwell and then she just looks down and remembers when she became who she is. It's just like, it's just amazing how much, how abusive and how, and then, codependent. you know, codependent. Yeah, codependent. Co 
this is where we i mean yeah. in one episode paul dini sets up their relationship to the next level that we've come to expect which then of course in my mind i will i'll be completely honest listening to those test screenings and hearing about what happened with studio squad versus what yeah. david Ayer wanted to do and people going oh we don't like the abusive relationship well, apparently, ten-year-old us handled the abusive, <laughs> the idea of those two having an abusive relationship Seriously. just fine. Because yeah. here is the beginning of the relationship being abusive and and hardly having codependency issues. Exactly. No, I mean it really sets up, and that's what a lot of people that push back against Studio Squad is like, "Hey, we want." When we saw the uh, uh, the behind the scenes where he actually literally is just like abusive, physically abusive to her, gives her a backhand and everything. I mean, we we got that scene which was great when she chases him down on the motorcycle. Uh, we got that in the extended cut, but there's still things left out of even that, which is. Mm -hmm. uh, which really, you know, it's like, but they wanted her to express that. This is the great uh, SEC content this week. And yep, oh, thank you. Yep. And yes, thank you for the $10. <laughs> there you go. I get, I get <laughs> payment for remember. You get a gold star. Thank you, Filipino. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah. And then of course she does, she's going to, uh, she's going to the museum and she's going to lift a, uh, like a $3 million valued, uh, diamond and uh you know it's funny it because called? what was it called i tied missed it was it. the harlequin diamond oh of course it <laughs> makes sense i did not catch that i think i was too busy writing the notes but uh but i like how she is still struggling like you know oh she's always like oh mr j is gonna be oh wait no i'm gonna steal this for myself you know and it's like all right and, and another thing because this is once again we don't get the information now but later on when bruce tim and paul genie write um mm -hmm. the mad love comic and it's referred to during the opening titles of birds of prey we get to see harley's gymnastics Yes. A, a display when she avoids the security lasers because her being a gymnast is something that develops and becomes part of her character as she's grown over the last 30 years. Yeah, and it's pretty she's cool. She's been around for 30 years. Isn't man. that crazy? Isn't that crazy? And it all started with this damn series. That's what's so great about it. Um, but yeah, she does like, yeah, she does her gymnastics to avoid all the lasers, which is cool. And then, yes. And then right as she's about to do it, the freaking alarm goes off. And this is where we finally meet, uh, where they have the two characters meet. And this is the clip that I wanted to show because this is where it all started here, folks. If anybody who has did not know or did not catch the episode, here it is right here. I like the music, too. It's oh, familiar. It's and it's Shirley yeah. Walker, of, of course. course. <laughs> There it is. And there she goes. <laughs> ah, heck with it. <laughs> and then she's like, all right, well, fine. I just pissed the whip. The yeah. <laughs> and then just run out. Did you think you were going to walk out the doors with that ivy? No. And then yeah, there it is. There's the first exchange right here. I love this right here. Butterfingers, why didn't you just turn on the bat signal while you were at it? <laughs> I wasn't trying to get caught. Could have fooled me. Seriously. Hey, aren't you that plant lady, Poison Oaky? Poison Oaky. Poison Oaky, I like Sorry. Quinn, pleased to meet you. Of course. That's the way she likes to introduce herself. And I like how Montoya is like very much in this episode, too. 
Oh yeah, well they even said it's like it, it's it's their good time to get acquainted. They've got their one like girl cop. Yeah, exactly. The one girl cop that yeah. <laughs> With all the stuff that they taught yeah. Any ideas? This is kinda cool right here, because it's like, all right, you have like What's this certain kind of kind of gun, so why not use it to uh fire off some plant toxins? <laughs> it's got a little yeah. <laughs> I, I love how she sticks her tongue out. Yeah. I mean, she's... It's so good. Uh, <laughs> I also remember back in the day when you when the, you know when this was like five days a week afternoon. Yeah. I watched these episodes and and they used to do like the Gotham Gazette coming. You know, like they would do little previews of like the next episode. Yeah. I still remember like the the snippets that? that were part of the. Uh, the, hey, this is what next episode. And of course, you get Rosebud. Rosebud. Yeah, and I love that her car cover was grass. And of course, they do their <laughs> high five. There we go. So there Which it is. It becomes a thing throughout the episode of them doing the high five more than once. But yeah, that is uh, the origin right there. That set the stage for what we're going to be getting or what we have been getting when it comes to Harley Quinn right there. So just really cool. But yeah, it's just I don't I like that exchange. Why not just turn on the bat signal while you're at it? It's just, you know, stuff like that. I didn't mean to. Could have fooled me. Yeah, it's just a good exchange. I like. Oh, it. And, and once again, when you're watching it going, oh, yeah, they've never met before. Nope. That's why she calls her <laughs> poison. Oki. Oki. I love it. It's great. So ridiculous. So ridiculous. But uh, yeah, so that uh, that happens. And then um, they go to uh, Toxic Acres. <laughs> I know, which isn't even really the name of the place. But I love, no. I love that nickname. Yeah. That the idea that that Ivy would find a condemned uh, housing development condemned, that, yeah. and, and live there because she's immune to, you know, Toxins. poisons and toxins which and all that funny stuff. enough was first referenced in uh almost got him which was the episode where they both appeared in the episode but they never yeah, met in yeah the episode. yeah exactly and uh, of course they she has to give harley a shot because it's like yeah you're gonna probably die if you just stay here like 10 minutes you're probably gonna you know you're probably gonna be and and, and i love that because it's a good little exchange too because harley doesn't like shots naturally and you know where does? that comes from what paul dini Pundini That's has it. a phobia about needles and shots. Yeah. Oh, I'm with her. Well, yeah, I'm not a fan of shots either. Uh, I'm okay with shots, but needles. Mm, no. Yeah. Needle, I'll take a shot. It's the drawing the blood part that like. That's yes. The lab, when I got, when I had my appendicitis and they kept having to do that, I would always have to just uh, turn my head and go. And I remember one of the, one of the times, the last time that they had to do it to uh, check, to check uh, my potassium levels was uh, like the, the, it was probably, you know, a new nurse. She couldn't find the vein. I'm like, oh, oh. I'm like, I got plenty down here. Why are you trying to just find that one? I was like, okay, trick yeah. for it in through the nose, out through the mouth. That yeah. helps me a lot. You know, breathe in through the nose. Yes. Yeah. She was probably a little nervous or something like that. She was probably, yeah. And then somebody else came in and they found it right off the bat and everything. So it was like, you know oh, what yeah. I thought about when they were driving off? Uh, huh. I, I, I made the obvious connection in my head to Thelma and Louise. A little bit, huh? Yeah. You know, it, but the funny thing was, Paul Dini had never seen the movie before writing the episode. No shit. Wow. They were. 
he watched it while they were animating the episode, but when wow. he wrote it, he had never seen Thelma and Louise. So the the relation the uh, the similarity to Thelma and Louise is crazy to me, considering that Paul Dini had never seen the movie. Yeah, that's interesting because that because Thelma and Louise came out what nineteen ninety? Yeah, yeah, it, with a that. really young Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's when we got our first introduction to uh, Mr. Pitt. And his apps. Anyways, um, so yeah, um, we got all that, and then they, they go away, and she gets the shot and everything. And then, of course, she, uh, you know, still talking about Mr. J, you know. And uh, I love how Ivy is like, you're middle, you know, you're like, she calls you're her such a doormat. A doormat. You yeah. think I'm a doormat? Yeah. If you <laughs> yeah. had a middle name, it would be welcome. Wow, that's good. That's good. I never I caught like that. that as a kid. Like, that, no. was one of the, that was one of those things that as an adult, I go, Oh, that's a good line. A good <laughs> like, line. Yeah. For yeah, if somebody's a doormat, yeah, that's a really good line. I mean, go on. But yeah, as a kid, I don't remember that line. I know. And I probably didn't all. even think about it. No. Yeah. Um, it a interesting of uh, uh, interesting quote. Bruce Tim said want to compliment the animation studio, which was the uh Dong Young animation studio with TMS doing uh layouts. Mm. Uh he said, quote, Poison Ivy never looked as good as she did in this episode. Like, he felt like that no animation in any episode nailed Poison Ivy. He said this this episode, in his opinion, is the pinnacle of of Poison Ivy looking her best in any episode. Interesting, yeah. I mean, I guess so. I didn't really think about it like that, but yeah, I mean, she looks... She looks good to me, I guess. I mean, she does like a little hair thing to Batman at, towards the end. Oh, they, they talked about that would being like, they, they said that's how you knew it was TMS was yeah. the little like secondary, what they what they called secondary character motions. The mm. ones where they're doing things that like have nothing to do with what the character is doing. Like later yeah. on when the Joker busts in and she like kicks the chair and sits in it and kind of like rocks yeah. in the chair. Like you gotta yeah. think an animator made the choice to do that. That's true. Yeah. Thinking about little things like that. Okay. Okay. I could agree with that for sure. And then they decide, all right, we're going to really show, you know, I am woman, hear me roar. Let's go to this, this elite uh, men's club. Uh, in Gotham City and just like, hey, let's wreak some havoc, which they definitely do. Oh, yeah. I love listening to the Walla uh, when they walk in. It's like, oh, my goodness. It's a woman. Yeah. What is woman. She? How oh, dare she? I mean, it's like, huh. it's like, what the? I'm like, all right. I mean, <laughs> I'm just I listening. Guess... It was like, this is because when it happens, like, okay, I want to I listen to the Walla. I want to yeah. hear what's being said here. Uh, once again, for anyone who doesn't remember, Walla is when you hear the non-distinct chattering from like background characters that's yeah. referred to as walla yeah. because the idea is that when you hear it you just hear yeah just background notes but sometimes yeah you could hear distinct sentences which is always fun to point those out and uh yeah i mean and then of course like uh, you know she comes in and just basically is saying like what the hell um doing all that and then of course harley walks in and just kind of i guess just drops little plant spores or whatever i don't know if it reminded me like really large pea pods yeah, like, oh, yeah. And then, of course, they grow, you know, and they just kind of lock them down. And yeah. And then and then right after this, it's just like, hey, it's a full on newspaper montage of the new queens of crime in Gotham. Oh, yeah. Very Dick Tracy. 
Very yeah. Dick Tracy. Back like when the business and is it <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that song. Yeah, that's what it kind of reminded me of. I mean, that's what that's what these types of you know you know those you got those montages you know. And for anybody, newspapers were papers that had news on them. <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> and and after and if you held a newspaper for a long time, guess what? You, get you ink on your had, fingers. Like, you get ink on your fingers. You actually had to like wash your hands because it looked like you just you know you were just um, fingerprinted. Put, <laughs> yeah, fingerprinted and put in a cell because like my God, yeah. Now it wasn't just this. Yeah, jeez, I can't believe newspapers are still a thing. But yeah, but it's kind of funny that that it's like a little bit of a montage, right? And then of course. Uh, Ivy's putting the clippings on the on the refrigerator, and there's like a an anti uh, Batman Batman magnet. <laughs> yeah, it's got a bat signal with the, the the line across it. Now this this scene, when I I I don't know if I thought about it at the time. I just thought it made them look sexy. But yeah. <laughs> as as the as the as the homosexual relationship developed between the two characters as it developed over the last 30 years, yeah. I'll be honest, this idea of them hanging out in men's shirts with no pants on definitely made me go. Okay. Yeah. That, you know, there, there's that part of you that goes, it's, it's like watching a really cheesy eighties movie where it's like, girls in in big shirts always having pillow fights it's like that doesn't really happen that's that's yeah. a stupid male fantasy but but the idea of harley and ivy when they're not in their costumes just hanging out in a shirt with no pants it was just kind of like i always thought is there something going on there? Like, like yeah. it, it was a thought that I had in my head. You just kind of start thinking. And like I said, they're putting the building blocks of, yeah, there's a possibility that maybe, I mean, I mean, obviously we saw that Ivy was when we first got introduced to Pam, you know, she was, uh, you know, giving the business to Harvey Dent. So but that it's was like, with, but that was intentionally to exactly to, to hurt him. Like that was, that was an act the entire yeah, time. An act. But I mean, like, I mean, for the most part, I think we've all realized that both of them are probably, you know, they just, they're right in the middle. They like both. They like their switch hitters, I guess you could say, you know, when it comes to that. But obviously when it comes to Harley Quinn now, uh, yeah, they're definitely all about each other, which it's uh makes for a good time for sure. I'm looking forward to the season three, but, uh, and then of course, again, uh, my I, my gripe, my gripe about because obviously uh, Ivy's making dinner, yeah. And of course, it's all veggies, 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 and I'm just like, I would, I would honestly think that she would want not want to eat if she loves plants so much. Why would she want to eat them? Because anybody who loves animals so much don't eat them. That's the thing. I mean, I just, I'm still on that board that she should be a full on carnivore. But I get it. You know, it's like a weird thing. I don't know. It's just funny. I, I, it's just you back know, to my. You, I, no, I, 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 yeah. I'm, I understand. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I, I get it. Yeah. So I, I just, to me, I mean, like, yeah, because vegans love animals, so they don't eat them. So she loves plants. We know how much, like, we've seen her go, ah! we like lose her mind when she sees her like precious babies, you know, get all messed up. But I don't know, it's just me, but it's just kind of funny because I was like, wait, how much time has passed? Is this the first meal that she's actually made for her? Maybe other times they just got some takeout. I don't know. But, uh, and then of course, you know, she's like, Harley is not really feeling it. And then, of course, she makes a joker face out of her plate. <laughs> I know with little cucumbers and the carrot and the beet yeah, juice. The yeah. beet juice. Ooh, beet juice. Ooh. Yeah. Good for you. 
But uh, good lord, you... not, not 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 easy going down. No, no, and then and then don't freak out when you you know when you digest and look in the toilet. Nah, you just mm. uh, you know don't don't freak out. A lot of people go, oh my god, uh, I gotta go to the hospital. Nope, nope, nope. That's just the way it digests. <laughs> there you go. There's your little uh, lesson there. Folks. That was a that was uh, a more yeah. disturbing tangent. Than Very di disturbing tangent. I tell you what. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I just I just remember when I <laughs> the first time I ever had beet juice, I, I kind of freaked out anyways, moving on. Um, so then, of course, uh, we we get the uh, the montage of all that. And um, basically, uh, you know, they do that whole thing where they're going to get cat called like crazy when they pull up to uh, uh, <laughs> a car. Well, before, then, like before then, though, oh, OK, we, we, we this is when we get the scene of Joker oh, yeah. looking losing for his losing his shit and yeah. no can't find his socks we see joker in his underwear which i think is hilarious yes and you know, he's like yeah, i know what's going the place is falling apart no one's fed the hyenas and i can't yeah. find my socks yes i mean basically it's just showing that joker is incapable of just you know exactly. how did he yeah exactly with just the basic kind of stuff he's a lazy and, you know, sack of shit and, and harley's guy. been doing all this stuff for him Although he seems to keep in shape, though. I mean, he's wearing know, that undershirt. Right? You know, he's got some good build to him. I mean, I guess, it, you know, he's not lazy when it comes to keeping himself in shape. I mean, let's face it. Sometimes you have versions of uh, the Joker that is like very much in shape. I mean, he's always been pretty thin and everything like that. And and wow. Thank you, uh, TJ, uh, you guys for the, uh, the, the the $50 super chat to uh, me. I feel like Ivy would understand that people need veggies to be healthy and survive. Yeah. Yeah. And she's yeah, very much a human as well. Kind of a circle of the life, yeah. circle of life kind of thing. And she loves animals and would see no reason to eat them because they're not essential to the human diet. Okay. All right. There you go. So, I mean, that's a good way to point it out. And, uh, you know, I appreciate that uh, the five uh, fifty dollars super chat, but uh, I guess that makes sense. I don't know. It's just me. I'm like, hmm. She's such a plant lover. Why would she? But uh, you know, that does make sense, and she could see what obviously when it comes to what she puts in her body and her immune system and being immune to toxins, she knows what's right for her body and knows which vegetables, I guess, to to eat. Not knocking vegetables. I get it. I get it. I even had like a veggie little thing today, which was awful, but supposed to be healthy <laughs> i don't know i kind of I, I love taking something that's supposed to be healthy and then yeah. making it unhealthy like korean fried cauliflower <laughs> right have you ever had that no but I, it Dual sounds Dual healthy Dual but fried and <laughs> oh no deep fried. No, no the the one i really loved was <laughs> when i was in north carolina it was they called it uh cauliflower wings mm. deep fried oh yeah yeah with deep fried cauliflower with sriracha bourbon sauce Oh, that sounds amazing. Well, when uh when um uh you know the the oops just totally knocked off my mouse off the thing. Um no, when uh this uh very uh drop right here, if I can even find it, so many things, I probably can't even find it. Uh the uh the Paul Rudd, this one right here. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. When he was on that show, he actually he didn't do the wings. He did the fried cauliflower. That's okay. what he did. Apparently, and it's he even said it's not because I'm being vegan. I think he was just going through a little thing where he's like, I don't want to eat chicken Protein. wings. Yeah. yeah. So he was just like, Can I do the the fried cauliflower? So and it sounds interesting. I mean, that I, I like cauliflower. I mean, I'll eat it raw. It's not the best thing, but if you add a little bit of something to it, I'm just I'm yeah, saying, dude, check yeah. it out. I, I've made okay. it like a I've made it like a if it shows up on a menu, 
I order it. It's become one of those things. Okay. So, Sounds just, delicious. Yeah, I, I would say so. Um, yeah, I we have yeah. a I, we have a surprise voice cameo at starting with the scene. Uh-huh. Okay, because you know he's got the one goon Rocco. Rocco, you know, yeah. He's the only talk. Do you know who it is? I do not. It is Robert Costanzo. Costanzo. Who is that? Bullock. Oh shit. Well, there you go. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. Because yeah. it's really funny when you get to the end credits. You're like, oh, it's just the guy. <laughs> well, not only that, the guy. So you're saying the guy who voiced Rocco is up in the starring section and not in the <laughs> guest star section. That's funny. Wow. Didn't even think. Wow. Did not even put that together. I figured he was a voice, but I wasn't sure exactly who he was. Uh, it, it's, it's the guy who does Bullock. That's funny. I love that. But then, of course, uh, yeah, uh, Joker. I mean, he's one of those people, too, that just thinks, oh, yeah, you know, I've treated Harley like this before. She always comes back, always depending on her just to be back. And then, of course, uh, you know, Rocco's like, I guess you haven't read the newspaper, huh, boys. You know, and it's just and then, of course, it says the uh, the new queens of uh, crime in Gotham, which is her and Ivy. And he loses it. <laughs> oh, I love the. And the sign falls off. Yeah, the yeah. It's, it's yeah. that. It's that. 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 It's a. It's a cliche, but it's always funny where you yell so loud that something falls down. Especially if you're in a in a abandoned building that has you know that's rotting. I guess. I guess any kind of noise would uh create that. And then um. So yeah. Then we get to the point where they pull up next to these three uh dudes that are just you know obviously just the, the worst. <laughs> oh my god! I, even the one it, and even the the commentary was like. Oh my God, we got away with, what are you going to do? Spank, Spank us. Oh man, and he uh, literally does it too. That's I know thing. he does. Do you, you know? know who those three guys are? Who? As, uh, th- those, they were drawn, it's not the voices, okay. but they were drawn to look like Bruce Tim, Eric Radomski, and Ted Blackman, the background supervisor. Wow, there it is. I did not even, wow. No, and the, and the thing is that I've, I've seen so many like documentaries and behind the scenes things that yeah. when they show up, because like when we did Beware the Great Ghost, and not only was the toy collector drawn to look like Bruce Tim, it was actually yeah. voiced by Bruce <laughs> Tim. <laughs> uh, no, if you go back and watch, they change the hair, they swat, they switch out the hair colors. But if you look at just the likenesses, it's I'll have Bruce, to look at that. Yeah, yeah. It's Bruce Tim, Eric Radomski, and the one I didn't recognize was cool. Ted Blackman because he was the guy who designed all the backgrounds. Wow, that is awesome. I love that. And then of course, um, she gives that line like, didn't you, you know, you're or like, yeah, basically did you have the right I didn't write the line down. I didn't write the line, but it's like, didn't yeah. your mother ever tell you how to you know talk to a lady? Yeah, oh, that they what are you gonna do? Yeah. Spank, Spank us. That's <laughs> and then Harley's like, well, no, I'm just going to use this little bazooka that I have right here and blow your car up. I know, but I'm like, mama spank. <laughs> <laughs> right. Perfect. The and then they up. just, of course, and then, of course, they just get out of there real quick and then boom, like that. But then, uh, you know, that, I guess that wasn't a smart move because guess who uh, shows up to that scene? Oh, wait, is Batman, Batman in this episode? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there he is. He came back. Now I was like, wait a minute. So we have this montage of crime stuff. Where the fuck is Batman? Well, he finally, I guess he was going, all right, I got to figure this out in a different way. It's like, I don't know exactly how to, uh, um, you know, nail these guys, these two down. But then, of course, now he just takes a little sample from the tire tracks and uh, realizes where they're at, which is, of course, 
toxic oh, angers. Oh, by the way, um, mm. uh, funny little uh, error, by the way. What when was he's, it? He's uh, typing on the back computer. Um, there's no keyboard. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yes, he's typing on the back computer and there is no keyboard. No in front keyboard. Of him. Whoops. Oh, man. They had all the other little details. Too many details with, with uh, Ivy, I guess. Um, but then, of course, I love uh, Alfred when um, he's typing in there. Looking for a weekend date, sir. <laughs> yeah, you know, because he's got Harley and Ivy and up Ivy. on the screen and everything. So, yeah. And, and then the, I love the, how the toxic waste stuff. Like, well, yeah. I suggest a new accessory, sir. Yeah. I always thought that, and I will admit, the design of that, like, gap, yeah, like hazmat mask. Yeah. That's a cool look. It's way more than just him just strapping on something and just going. It's like a full on, like it it goes over his cowl and it's a cowl itself, like almost like his his helmet that he wears right. when he rides his bike. But with but yeah, giant filters on. Yes, the yes. So I mean, but I love how Alfred was just like, "All right, well, here you go. You better wear this today." And then of course, um, Harley can't help herself, you know, back in her, you know, her her shirt and the pigtails up, you know, and the hair up. Actually, that's the interesting thing not pigtails yet she's it's not pigtails? She, it, she's oh, a ponytail that's right yeah. they'll mm. later they'll later redesign her i think in season two I and anytime that she's harleen she'll have the pigtails mm. but in this episode she just has the one ponytail i don't know why i maybe i just with my brain just went to pigtails because it's hardly you clean. had the mandela effect you yes mandela that's what happened it just happened to me right now we switched somebody turned cern on again um no, but uh, yeah, so we got that. And then, of course, she calls Joker because she just that that codependency. She just can't she just get has past to. it. Just has to. And then you're still mad at me. And of course, he sweet talks her. But, but of course, he just puts on his little tracker and goes, all right, well, uh, now I got to find her, obviously. So he does that. And it's just like, come on, Harley, you know, and this, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Again, you almost agree with uh, Ivy. Like, what are you doing? You are a doormat. What are you? Yeah. What are you doing? And of course, then Batman busts in. See, you know. okay, that that this is where I was like, Batman, you're just gonna burst in. Like, I, I, yeah. That's where I wrote that note. I'm like, not like Batman, like to do that. Like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> usually he sneaks in, finds a way quietly. No, he just and then he's like getting up like yeah i just charged right through this fucking sliding door, door. <laughs> i was like that was a little non-batman-esque but hey it's whatever and he also apparently parked his the batmobile in a garage, in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, That's I noticed that weird. later it's like yeah when he when, he when it comes out garage. Okay. yeah <laughs> oh man but of course you got to watch out for those plants, man, because uh, that's what happens. Like one of the one of Ivy's plants, of course, grabs onto him. And then, of course, now it's they're, they're doing the whole like instead of just taking out Batman easily with something practical. Now they got to strap him, chain him to a table to throw him into the toxic waste that with, is, you know, with a vacuum cleaner and a yeah, and all you know. kinds of junk. Uh, yeah, they well, have to do that. I do. But. I appreciate listening to Ivy's lines. Like, yeah. here we have your your typical male oppressor wrapped <laughs> in the bond, you know, wrapped in the instruments of female bondage. Exactly. And, but it works so well for Ivy. And this is where she does like the really sexy hair flip. Hair flip. It's like, poof, like just big time. It's like, and it's, you like better a Sassoon, it's like a Sassoon yeah. commercial. <laughs> you better believe Batman was like, oh man, that smelled kind of good. I'm not going to lie. Maybe it's Maybelline. <sighs> 
Yeah, <laughs> Maybelline, right? Is it real or is it maybe it's Maybelline? But yeah, and then so they push him out. They take off his helmet, of course. Um, and then did you leave the light on? Oh, there's Joker. Now Joker's back. And this is where, I mean, obviously Harley's excited. Ivy, not so much. And this is where I, I do love how she like where when when Rocco and the other guy are sitting at the table just feasting on I don't know leftovers. Yeah, but it's like it's all. But there's it looked like there's like a ham there and bread. I'm like I thought she was all you know. But he throws being, up the mashed potatoes. Oh, that's so gross. That's so because gross. yeah, because you know I mean, I, but but again, I like how she takes the 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 chair and then just kind of you know as she starts talking, she like sits down like she's ac slater or something like that uh showing up at the max um but yeah but it's just like you know it's kind of it was a kind of cool little detail like you mentioned in the, in the beginning of the show um that they they were concentrating on stuff little things like that but then of course she make, she mentions that oh yeah in 10 minutes you guys are probably gonna you know essentially die because of the toxic waste and yeah rocco starts and yeah. then he goes I'm not, I'm not feeling so, so good, good. <laughs> like oh man yeah, that was a pretty gross. Like it was pretty like the the sound effect and everything. That little animation was like, oh boy. But then Joker tries to uh, you know pull a fast one. Well, first off, we get Batman, and this I guess you could say you know we we saw two episodes ago that Batman's a good escape artist when it comes to chains, straight jackets, all kinds. Yeah, but of even stuff. Bruce Tim gave it crap that he like. <laughs> It happens off screen. It does. <laughs> it does. You don't even see like he. You see him sink down, and then you see the chains just go flip. Just go. Oh, okay. Batman. The whole yeah. time he's soaking in a river of toxic waste. Yeah. <laughs> so they were just. They were like, you know what? We're already well into this episode. This is not a Batman episode. Just do it off screen. We don't. We we're not going to explain it. We got to get to the end here we can't do it and yeah we just and they're like hey we had this satana episode we showed that he's an escape artist just just go just go just, just go. show just the, do it. yeah just keep going he's got to get out right um and then of course joker tries to pull a fast one because he's got his his flower that he has obviously always on him on his suit he tries to get uh you know ivy to be like get, try to gas her with it and i love how she goes <coughs> and then just starts laughing like an evil laugh and she goes that doesn't work on me and it's just like yeah what are you thinking here joker i mean you're gonna use i mean i i mean i guess he wouldn't fully know but you think that yeah. he might have known i guess maybe a little bit i don't know i also love though that she kicks him yeah it looks like she kicks him in the stomach <laughs> but was but, it but uh mark hamill's line Ouch. delivery yeah get her He's like, yeah. um, no. They I, like you, I like how you did that. Get her. Yeah. Get her. Yeah. My God. And then, of course, they, uh, they, like, no, uh, she was supposed to kick him in the balls. That yeah. That totally. totally. Yeah. But standards and pra practices standards probably were like, no, no, no. Can't show that. But they implied it again. They got away with as much as they could. And then, of course, uh, they. It's funny because I'm thinking in like in, in, in a year. They get away with it in Mask of the Phantasm because it's a That's movie. True. That's right. There's so many things I can't. Oh, there's so many things. And the ending that. of this episode reminded me a little bit of the ending of Mask of the Phantasm. Ooh, okay, okay. We'll talk about that when we get to that, which will be soon in the next few weeks. Um, but then, of course, Batman comes in and he starts, you know, fighting with the fighting with Rocco and the dudes. And uh, as Harley and um, Ivy get away, and then. <laughs> 
I love how they smashed the Joker car as they backed oh, out. Big oh. time. Yeah. Just like, you know, screw you, screw you in your car. And then um, Joker, just being the dumb dumb that he is, just pulls up a Tommy gun and just starts firing at Batman. At the camera. Yeah. At the camera. Once again, they got away with it <laughs> because no one was like, oh, that's not reproducible violence. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't have a Tommy gun sitting around. And and, and another one of those words that I'm like, I never knew what he said as a kid. But he says, Joker, and I was like, stop it. This is a powder keg. Yeah, we're on a powder keg. And it's like, yeah, we're essentially, you know, and it's funny, too, because, hey, what had happened? What, there's a line in The Batman where he says, you know, uh, he uses powder keg, too. And uh, and Riddler's the match, you know, love that line. But uh, yeah, but then of course things just start blowing up, and you know, Joker. This is what reminds me of Mask of the Phantasm. All the yeah, blowing yeah. Oh, up. Oh, that's right. Okay, I see. With all the saying, fire, yeah. like like fire they, like, everywhere, everywhere. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that does make sense. And then of course, uh, you know, Ivy's just uh, again just on her feminist kind of just like that's right. No man can take us down. But then, <laughs> what a setup line. Oh, I yeah, wonder yeah. What's gonna happen? Gee, I wonder. And then all of a sudden they get a they blow a tire, and then hands up, ladies. From, of course, Renee Montoya. Toya. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> raise them. I, I love yeah, it when she's right. like, raise them. Okay, man. ladies, raise them. Yeah. yeah. And she used a shotgun bop. to blow out their tires. Yep. Yep. Jeez. And then we get, uh, you know, this. Uh, well, and then interesting, too, because when everything's blowing up and uh, Batman, you know, tackles uh, Joker and knocks him out. I mean, again, it's like Batman could just leave him there. He could just you know, leave him there. Batman's I don't know what happened to Rocco and the other two. Uh, we don't want you right. Yeah, what happened to those guys? I don't know. But Batman puts, you know, Joker on his shoulder, uh, summons the Batmobile to automatically come out of one of those garages and then and then gets him out of there. And then, of course, we get uh, we get back into, I guess, you know, Arkham. I'm, I'm it's assuming. Arkham. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and Joker is in a yeah, obviously he's in a straight jacket, and then he's just like, I'm gonna next game I have no women allowed. You hear me? No women allowed. And then of course we get this shot of the garden, and we got Ivy and uh, Harley in the garden, and then Ivy just or not Ivy, but Harley just going, I think we'll work it out. And then what happens? Ivy mud. just throws mud in her face. Mud in her face. Yeah. Boop -a -doop, boop, boop -a -doop. It's a fun episode. It's a fun episode. Uh, it really actually, is. it's been credited. Arlene Sorkin, the voice of Harley Quinn, has said this is her favorite episode of yeah. the series. It's a good episode. It it and like I said, it set the the stages to where we're at right now when it comes to Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn season three and uh, her and Ivy being this couple now. I mean, it really, like I said, we there's the the, the, the hanging out in in men's shirts and just all it just the it the foundation was definitely set. The foundation was there absolutely. Yeah. So really I was. I love it. I love it. Yeah, um, it's a good episode. It's a good episode. Yeah. What do we have next week? Oh, Ooh. we do you are you asking me or do you actually not know? I actually forgot. To you actually forgot. <laughs> uh, another first is coming up next week. Uh huh. Shadow of the Bat Part Shadow One. Shadow the Bat. There it is. I knew it was like something that was like, all right. I know. I don't know if it's a, a Silicon Soul or is it? Yeah. But Shadow of the Bat. That's the thing. Do you know what good stuff we've got coming oh, up like in the next like yeah. two months? It's like. Great. It's great yes. stuff. We get our introduction to Miss Barb. Or no, we already got our introduction to Barb. Yeah, we've Gordon, already seen but... Barbara twice. Yes. 
Yeah, so this but is we gonna be her Batgirl. third appearance, but yeah, yeah. she becomes Batgirl. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a good one. And make sure you guys watch that and we'll be here. Uh Remember, next just Sunday. part one. We split up the yes. we, we split up the two parters. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We always split up the two parters because you know it's just it's a it's a lot more fun to just talk about each episode as they are. But yeah, make sure you guys watch that and uh yeah, watch Harley Quinn. I'll be reviewing Harley Quinn uh, on the channel uh, as season three comes out. Won't be doing it live though, since it's Thursday. Thursday, and um, they'll probably do the same thing where they release the first three episodes. Uh, you think so? I think so. That yeah. seems to be that what seems to be HBO Max's like release strategy, similar to what Amazon does. Sometimes Amazon's the one that doesn't do it consistently the same way with every show. But okay. HBO Max almost always drops the first three episodes and then one episode a week after that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Tara Strong, was that the video games that she okay. started? Okay. Excellent question, Ryan. Yeah. Okay. Harleen. Uh, Harleen. That's just so funny. <laughs> Arlene Sorkin's final performance as Harley Quinn was in Batman Arkham Asylum, the video game. Tara Strong took over the role starting with Batman Arkham City. That's, and then yeah. every appearance of Harley Quinn, Arkham City on uh, in this sort of continuity. Because you know, like, there have been other actresses who've done Harley Quinn in different series. But when you hear that voice, Tara Strong took over starting with Arkham City. Mm. So there you go. Yeah, I, I knew. I remember hearing that. I was like, because for some reason I had it in my head that Tara Strong was always a voice. But then I was like, no, 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 that's not true. And then I think when I found out, I was like, oh, yeah, it was during the Arkham games where she took over the role. And she also, I mean, obviously Tara Strong's done. She did Batgirl as well, right? At she one did point. Batgirl. It's starting in season three because she took yeah. over from Melissa Gilbert. Yeah. And then also, of course, in Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go, she's the voice of Raven. Yeah, and I how mean, awesome! No, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, nah, and, and also just she was a Powerpuff Girl. I mean, yeah. Just, look at, look, awesome. Just look at her Wikipedia page and just be like, "Damn!" So, yeah, the lady, the, the the woman has worked her ass off and never ages. We talked about this on Friday's vodka stream. Actually, it was, that was that was that was that was post show when we talked about this. Was that what it was? I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> see, this See, show you're is, telling your uh, secrets, Dave. You're telling. I know, right? Secrets. No, no. We were talking about Tara Strong a little bit because obviously she was at Comic Con, and we're just like, man, this woman does not age. She's still absolutely gorgeous, and uh, I, I always love that video that uh, of her and Hamill talking yes. in their voices, and she's like, you know, she's like holding on to him and stuff like that, and it's so perfect. If you guys haven't seen that yet, look it up. I'm sure you could find it pretty quickly. Just put Tara Strong, Mark Hamill whatever the hell and you can get them talking in their voices with each other and it's just it's just so freaking good man but speaking of uh teen titans go i mean in animation it is pretty cool i mean we've talked about it over the weekend too but that Zack snyder is going to be part of teen titans go um that's just so perfect that's so perfect and and i feel so happy because i i said this on the vodka stream but i've been watching that show literally since it started like yeah i've i've been on the band i mean i've been on the bandwagon the entire time because i think the show is hilarious now the episodes i've seen have been great i just not haven't been consistently watching it but i need to like really get on it because it's like they said episode 365 yes because it, well what happened was when the show first started and it was airing on cartoon network 
to fill a uh, 30 minute block, it would be two like little 11 minute episodes. Mm. And then they eventually just, just started airing like, and, and like when you watch the first season, the two 11 minute stories are edited together. And then they eventually just started releasing, no, the episode, you know, this is an 11 minute episode, but it's all, you can be completely caught up. It's all on HBO max. Mm, yeah, I know. They're I'm gonna start. They are currently in the seventh season of the show, Wait. but that's how you get through 160 something episodes because you know usually you're airing two episodes at a time, and they're yeah. these little 11 minute, you know, bites. Gotcha, gotcha. No, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm definitely start binging some of that because I, I'm almost through. Uh, caught up with Young Young Justice, so I'll probably start throwing those on and catch up with those. You know, I'm kind of disappointed though that they didn't talk about Cape Crusader though at Comic Con this year. Did oh, you hear trust anything? me. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm like. Mm, I, I yeah i mean you want to talk about some, disappointments <laughs> yeah if you want to talk about disappointments there were a lot of projects that we've been told are in development that were like um, anything anything uh, uh, uh i'm guessing we're hoping that eventually that soon they'll announce fandom and maybe we'll get all this at fandom yeah i mean uh deadline i mean i know you know <laughs> yeah about to say the, the, the publication that shall not be named <laughs> right it's just kind of funny how like all of a sudden like yeah i think it was yesterday that they're oh yeah deadline is confirming that there is going to be a dc fandom and it's like wow you really want to say that to people who are now pissed off at deadline for uh hyping everybody up about henry cavill's uh supposed return to the comic-con stage talking about superman it's like ooh, <laughs> it's just kind of funny it's like we have trust issues now okay deadline we have trust issues but I think that, I mean, there's got to be a fandom. And I think, well, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't know. There's there's things, there's so many things that are up in the air when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery and everything and this cost that they're cutting. I think that's why we didn't get so much things when it came to uh, DC products. I mean, I'm sure there was, there was, there was other, um, there was other panels that obviously that not a lot of people talk about, and they probably talked about certain things, uh, you know, books and comics that are be coming out. But when it comes to projects, you know, either uh, <laughs> emotional damage. You ever seen those videos where, like, yes, yes, yes I, emotional damage? That one guy. Yeah, it's just that's those crack me up when, like, you see a video and then it just cuts to that guy going emotional damage. It's just like always cracked me up, and that's what we kind of felt like when it came to that. I should have had they, that. You, you, you would thought they would have hyped up Harley Quinn. You know, yes, I mean, there was no talk of even Harley Quinn. No talk of Super Pets. We have Super Pets coming out this year, this week too, which I'm looking forward to now. Like. I got Luckily, my tickets. I'm going two yeah. o'clock on Thursday. Like the the whole I, family. It's like like we're ready for this. I mean, you have a movie. Your big the big movie star that you have that's leading your Hall H for another movie that's coming out in October is there. You have a movie that has the entire Justice League. Keanu Reeves also at Comic Con. He plays Batman. Batman. What the fuck? I mean, there's just again, there's just a lot of things, and I know they're just cutting costs but man zaslov should have been like okay can we keep a budget but we have to promote a lot of our stuff here when it comes because it's comic-con i feel i feel a little uh what happened i, I you froze which i think meant oh. meant i froze i wasn't sure if oh, i froze okay. no i think we're good i was like whoa what whoa what? <laughs> um 
and part of me also feels like please don't make me please don't make animation feel like it's a second class citizen again exactly. like I don't. I love yeah. cartoons. Yeah, there's. Other, I know they kind of do that. I mean, I just want to have. I want more information on Cape Crusader. I. I want. I want. I want. Hopefully, at DC Fandom, they can really start. I think last year they kind of talked about it, right? It was like they gave us more, uh, more of like, oh yeah, it's more Batman the animated series than Batman the animated series. And then we got that line. I think JJ was part of it too. Was JJ's a producer it? on it? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, which, man, that guy needs. To. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think there's going to be announcements soon when it comes to that. I know it's like, wait, uh, the last time it was in October. Why? Are we... They should have it in October before Black Adam comes out. They really oh, yeah, should yeah, yeah. To hype that up even more. And then, of course, just, I mean, we talked about it, you know, on the various streams, like enjoyable trailers, enjoyable trailers, um, stronger trailers. Black Adam's trailer was a strong. I thought. They did a good job of like, oh, it's a, it's one. This is one one consistent tone. tone. Yeah. Yes, there's no ha ha's, no jokes, no gags like there was in that first trailer. It was just consistently like, oh yeah, he definitely is the bad guy, and the JSA are going up against him. When we see what they're utilizing, I love that the shot of like all the Doctor Fates that are like holding them down, and yes. that car coming in, and he just zaps it. Such a pretty shot. I love it when you see uh, him taking off the helmet and, he, and like Pierce Brosnan just does this little maneuver. Where he's just doop. I'm here. Here I am and holding and on. Now I'm hand. Pierce Brosnan. Yes, know? I know. And I even said too, I th I said that I kept on saying, I'm like, I guarantee you the next trailer is going to have more Dr. Fate because people are buzzing because it's Pierce fucking Brosnan. I remember when we saw Elvis and the freaking trailer came up and you hear the narration, my mom was like going, that Pierce Brosnan? And I went, hey, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There he is. Like she totally just nailed it. She recognized that voice. And I'm like, yeah. <clears throat> please i mean that's the thing it's i mean it is kind of sad that more people are excited about some other characters besides black adam which is what the movie is about that's what's crazy about it i, I know. know oh Ooh. by the way another animation thing just since okay. we're talking about animation tuesday uh green lantern beware my power oh, comes out and cool connection aldous hodge who plays hawkman in black adam is the voice of john stewart in this movie there you go. There you go. I know that I forgot that that was coming out. I saw the trailer and I thought it looked pretty cool. Is it going to be? I mean, obviously, there's going to be a digital physical release. Is it going to be on HBO Max, like right off the bat? No, it will be right off the bat. It'll it'll okay. be one of those that they'll try to get because it, it comes out in 4K, Blu-ray, and digital. So there'll be a delay. But it is a continuity movie, so okay. it will be part of um, Superman: Man of Tomorrow. Uh, Justice Society, World War II, and Batman the Long Halloween, which also we're coming up on that deluxe edition release of the Long Halloween, which takes part one and part two, edits them together into one movie with what they said on their on the press release with additional adult material. So it's not just part one and part two smashed together that you get more uh with the deluxe edition with it being edited together as one complete movie. That's awesome. Cannot wait. 
If you guys haven't watched that yet, I mean, I, I would say now, if you haven't watched part one and part two yet, just, just wait, wait for the deluxe edition. Yeah, and- just wait for it. It's gonna be the it's gonna be the definitive edition naturally, and just so good, so good. Maybe one of these days we'll we'll do a full on discussion about uh, that one because just very well done. And with Jensen uh, Eccles is the yes, Batman. I, I mean, that's what's funny. It was like just re like watching just watching the boys. And then, uh, um, yeah, just and just kind of going. I mean, even this guy could be Batman in real life. <laughs> he's he's chiseled. He's got the jawline. He's a good-looking dude. And you hear that voice, and you're just like, yeah. Well, he's yeah, already man. been he's already been Red Hood. Yeah, and he's been Batman. It's like, dude, so many, he's go, supposed go to be ahead. working on some kind of new project with DC as well. He said on that. Uh, what's his name's podcast oh on um, michael rosenbaum's podcast yeah i think he said he was doing something else Ooh, not sure what it is okay. yeah but he hasn't he couldn't say anything else but he's supposed to be working on something i mean most likely it's something animation so i mean everybody of course because, gets now, because now in that universe in that continuity mm-hmm. now he's the voice of batman yeah exactly so there you go all right guys yeah we just had uh, a nice little animation discussion right there we just want animation to be much more appreciated when it comes to some of this stuff and uh we're we're just really jazzed up for cape crusader and uh harley quinn that, season three yeah, harley yeah. Quinn, quinn also so yeah we'll be discussing that i'm sure we'll test um uh next week's vodka stream to that uh the premiere episode so all right scott go ahead send us off of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, where podcasts can be found, where we have already in the bank. We've got Bat- the Batman scene by scene. We've got our first episode of Man of Steel scene by scene. We have got plans to maybe have sort of a Comic-Con debrief episode. And then coming up, we will have our review of DC League of Super Pets. We're on Vero Facebook, YouTube, with the entire neck of shows at SquadcastMedia.com. And whenever Ray gets it all edited together, once again, You'll be able to hear me on DC TV Squadcast as we discuss our thoughts on season two of Superman and Lois, because at least somewhere we get to see Superman. (laughs) There you go. All right, guys. Yeah. Smash that like thumbs up. Uh, We appreciate you guys spending some time with us. Make sure uh, um, you uh, watch Shadow of the Bat, um, our introduction to not Barbara, but Batgirl, which would be a a fun one to talk about. Part one and uh, hit that like thumbs up. Uh, make sure you follow me on all the stuff. There's, you know, it's all down there. The sock mids, the Patreon, everything, become a member, do everything like that. We will talk to you guys next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Talk to you later.